The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. You are now logged in to Real Time Digital. Presented by thejargroup.com. Online marketing with measurable results. Welcome to the Jar Group's savviest internet marketers, Emily Liebblad and Lauren Garcia. Listen as these digital divas analyze hot trends and chat with the in crowd of the digital world. Real Time Digital starts in real time, in real time, right now. Hello, loyal listeners. Welcome to Real Time Digital, hosted by thejargroup.com. We are your digital diva hosts, Emily Liebblad. And I'm Lauren Garcia. Welcome. So glad to have you back with us. Uh, we hope everybody's enjoying the nice summer weather. We know we are. Um, okay, so first up on our What's Hot list is Mark Zuckerberg, who, as you all know, is the CEO of Facebook, CEO and founder of the company. Um, so apparently during the, uh, the Digital D8 conference last week, um, he was in the hot seat being interviewed or something on some type of panel, and he at some point takes off his hoodie sweatshirt, which the person who was interviewing him discovered had this weird logo-type badge um, sewed into uh, like the lining of the sweatshirt. And of course, she, she pointed it out, and you know the tech, the tech world got a hold of it, and got a picture of it, and it's, there's just been like buzz all over the place about what this, you know, secret logo badge could mean. Yeah, I've seen a lot of different, you know, um, people talking about, is it Illuminati? You know, I'm like, what kind of symbol is this? Well, obviously it's a Facebook symbol. It has their, like, kind of mission statement, their unofficial mission statement in it. Um, but... I think it's crazy because, as you know, it's now ended up on eBay, the yeah, sweatshirt. That's right. That's it. Yeah, so apparently, you know, once this blew up in the media, and, you know, people are making some pretty ridiculous outlandish accusations and suggestions about what it could be, but, you know, regardless of, of, of the meaning, one of these ended up on eBay, and you will never guess how much it's going for. Tell me. Over $4,000 for, quote-unquote, an exclusive Facebook hoodie, size XL, and uh, whoever the seller is, they describe it in their, in their little summary as the same exact one worn by Martin Zuckerberg at the DA conference. I was gifted this hoodie by a current employee at Facebook. So, you know, if you're really interested in seeing it with your own eyes, you might want to just hop on eBay and, and up the bin if you have a few extra thousand dollars hanging around. No big deal, no big deal. That's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. And I think that goes for being not hot. Yeah. That's a little ridiculous. Hot. Mark Zuckerberg sweatshirt is fairly hot, and he was apparently yeah, at the too conference. Hot. <laughs> <laughs> too hot to wear sweatshirt. But, uh, it's part of all the controversy. Paying 4K for a hoodie, not hot. Yeah, definitely not hot. And, yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's, you know, it was supposed to be a secret, but people people aren't happy about it. They're yeah. pretty funny how yeah. this thing has become such a major issue. What else? What else is hot? Well, um, going off of that, Facebook continues to be the subject of much buzz. Bangladesh lifted their Facebook ban after about a week. Um, so that's good, I guess. So they 
So they had put it on and everybody's Facebook disappeared. So I guess. I'm not really sure how stuff like that works countrywide, but I mean, obviously we've heard a lot about China blocking things, and so I guess Bangladesh just lifted their Facebook ban. Um, I think that was for, um, what was it, images and like cartoons surrounding religious figures. So, hmm. you know, touchy subjects. Yeah. What's not hot, I guess, going off of that, what, I just read an article about um, how China just blocked Foursquare. <laughs> right. So, Right. You know, be lucky or be fortunate, be glad that we live in a country where you can show yourself in pictures playing beer pong on the roof or <laughs> getting low at the club, you know. <laughs> I don't know if you want to put those pictures up there for your potential employers to see. Yeah, self-regulation is key, definitely. <laughs> and, you know, with all the freaking privacy options in Facebook, it's always tricky, but, you know, get in there and figure it out. Yeah, it's important. Uh, so what else is hot? Oh, you know what? Uh, so I guess we should actually jump ahead to what's not hot on this last one. Um, mm. So what's not hot is that we are currently in the 51st day of the BP oil spill, which is just an unfathomable disaster. Crazy. Um, and federal authorities are estimating that over 798,000 gallons of crude oil have been gushing into the sea every single day. Every day. So, an insane amount. Like, can you, I can't even... I, it, it literally makes my blood boil every time I think about it. And, um, you know, I am happy to report that on the, on the hot side of the situation is that um, people in the digital world are definitely taking action and yeah. figuring out how they can use social networks and social media to really... Um, help out with the gold oil spill. Definitely. I think really people are stepping up to the plate. You're seeing different apps coming out. You know, I was just looking at one today that um, it's called the Oil Reporter. And if you're in the area, you can like take a picture or a video or report what you're seeing so that you can um, you can kind of alert people that, that this is another area that needs help. This is what's going on here. Just to make sure the word is getting out. Um, also, I was reading about Tumblr. Um, it, it's made their its dashboard black now to raise awareness and also money um, to support the oil spill. Um, I guess users can donate right on the, the dashboard, which is awesome. It makes it so easy and accessible um, just to reach out and help in whatever way you can. Um, you can donate to different kind of groups. Some of the ones listed are Save Our Gulf, the National Audubon Society, Greater New Orleans Foundation. You know, I mean, these are all great causes, and this is affecting so much wildlife and the environment. Yeah, like destroying tons of diversity in wildlife. Horrible. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's really distressing. So, but yeah, if you if you can get out there, get onto the National Wildlife Federation website, see what you can do to help volunteer and raise funds. Um, you know, whether it be a few a few dollars or just some some of your time, any any bit helps. Right. Without yeah, without the social media again. Yeah. So, what's coming out of a very not hot situation is some hot social media um, coverage and and support, I guess. Absolutely, absolutely. So, all right. Well, going off of that, it's kind of a kind of a grim thing, but yeah. definitely like huge, huge, huge topic of conversation today. So For I thought sure. we had to mention it. But we're super excited to feature our guest today. We have Dan, the CEO of Dion News, and later we will have Steve from Dropshow. Exactly. So stay tuned with us, and uh, we're going to feature some awesome interviews right after the break.
Real Time Digital will be back after this download from our sponsors. Staying ahead of the curve to deliver the best online marketing solutions you need. That's what the JAR Group is all about. The JAR Group offers a full-service suite of marketing and managing solutions custom-tailored for affiliate search and social media. The JAR Group uses their resources and research to help meet and exceed the revenue expectations of each and every client. Find out how the JAR Group can work for you at thejargroup.com. That's thejargroup.com. The JAR Group, online marketing with measurable results. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. You can promote any product immediately. No contracts required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank.com. Hi, this is Joel Kamm. I want to take a moment to tell you about a revolutionary new theme for WordPress that's going to change the way you make websites. It's called the Socrates theme, and it is the number one WordPress product on ClickBank. You can see it in action right now at SocratesTheme.com. The Socrates theme has a ton of options for customizing your site, but what really makes it stand out is the ability to monetize your site instantly just by entering your ClickBank or AdSense IDs right inside the theme. That's right, there's no plugins needed. Go check it out now at SocratesTheme.com. Affiliate marketing is changing rapidly. Stay ahead of the trends with Affiliate Marketing Insider. Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to Real Time Digital, presented by TheJarGroup.com. Online marketing with measurable results. Here are your digital divas, Emily and Lauren. Welcome back to Real Time Digital, hosted by www.thejargroup.com. Um, We're your digital divas, Emily and Lauren, and we'd like to welcome Dan DeGrand Prey to the show from dealnews.com. Welcome to the show, Dan. Hi, thanks for having me. Absolutely. So you're from dealnews.com, which is actually just right down the street from the Jar Group offices. Um, why don't you just go ahead and start off by giving us a little bit of background, telling us about how Deal News got started and what exactly um, it is. Deal News is a uh, bargain shopping website. People uh, can use us to find uh, news on deals, uh, kind of like uh, where every day is Black Friday is our tagline. So uh, anytime that uh, a store has a particularly good price on a deal, on a product, uh, I should say, we help people by telling them about that information. So news on deals, that's all we do. So, so Dan, how do you find these hot deals? Oh, a lot of ways. Um, we have uh, some software that goes out there and looks for this kind of information. Um, once we started to gain some size, a lot of the uh, retailers started coming to us and saying, uh, we'd like to get rid of this product. Uh, would you list this on your site? And, uh, and of course, and, uh, we also look at what else is going on out there. We check out uh, you know, the other sites out there that help people shop online to see if there's anything out there. Awesome. That's awesome. I'm, I got to say, I love Deal News. I peruse it many times a week. And, you know, my main question that's just burning is, do you have, do you ever find yourself hoarding up on these deals? Like, do you have 18 luggage sets or like 50, 60 inch 
screen TVs. <laughs> How it's do you totally dangerous. <laughs> this is like when we hire somebody to tell them, uh, by the way, the, the big danger of this job is you see this stuff uh, usually before we actually post it on the site. So oh, yeah. the danger is you're going to buy stuff. And uh, uh, that's a big deal. <laughs> People, you know, <laughs> you see a lot of these kind of books. Now, I try to keep myself uh, buying things under $10, but I can't always do that. Um, but I don't. I don't have multiple luggage sets. I but I used to. I seriously did. You brought up luggage sets. I had like three different luggage sets that I got <laughs> the prices on. Um, some like high end Samsonite, some other ones. And I was like, look, I got to streamline this, and wound up giving it away to family. Uh, but all kinds of stuff. But I haven't gotten to the point where I have like eight TVs in my home. But I've got like <laughs> in every room. Uh, I've got like seven computers at home. Oh, and wow. New York apartment. That's, uh, that's a lot of computers, you know. Yeah. Well, people must be really looking forward to your holiday gifts and birthdays. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. We do pretty well on, like, the Secret Santa kind of thing. Oh, it's under $10 oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah you know, I can imagine. Um, that's hilarious, yeah. and I want to be involved in your Secret Santa <laughs> exchange. <laughs> expand it to, to neighbors as well. <laughs> um, Absolutely. Well, Dan, how did you determine that something like this would be profitable? We, uh, we actually, we're kind of different than most, um, most online companies out there because we've been around way too long, I should say it better than that. But it's, it's true. We've been around 13 years. We actually started the company in 1997. Uh, it's kind of funny. We're actually proof that you can actually um, run a dot-com through two busts, you know, through the dot-com bust of 2001 and the things that have been happening over the last 18 months or so, and still managed to grow. And uh, we've been able to do that uh, because uh, it's, it's part of it's been some, uh, some luck, like finding the business idea back in the day. And back in the day, we had to uh, change the model because when we first started, it was all banner ads driving the revenue on the site. And it was designed to do that. It was designed to be kind of site where people would want to advertise and, and the retailers were the ones advertising. And then around... Uh, Oh, five or six years ago, we changed to be more of a performance marketing model where we used more uh, CPA, CPC, affiliate program, that kind of revenue. So it, it was a real, real big change, actually, about five years ago. Right. So what are the differences then, or uh, what is the difference between the two dot-com booms, as you put it, um, and, and how has, um, aside from the advertising, how has Deal News evolved through those two? Well, we're... Um, Probably one of the things that's helped us out a lot is that uh, we're, we're recession resistant in that mm, people actually right. look more for our kind of information yeah. when they have this money. And yeah. um, that's, that's just a nice place to be in that situation. I mean, it's, it's not just benefited us. It's benefited a lot of companies like, like Groupon and Gilt and a lot of others um, who are you know, far larger um, and, uh, and grown super fast. But it's also uh, been useful for us to be diversified. Uh, no one client uh, constitutes even 10% of our revenue. So uh, we have a lot of revenue diversification. So this, this last bust, when, you know, if you remember Circuit City, the retail store going under, um, yeah. linens and things going under, uh, these things uh, didn't hurt us like they might have. Um, I know some, of, uh, some sites that work in, like, the deal and coupon space uh, had some big problems when some particular stores either uh, went under or started to cut back on their marketing spend. And uh, we didn't have any kind of... Uh, we know anchor client that was killing us because we had really good diversification and so revenue diversification is really important it's kind of like uh, if your business model is based entirely on Google and the algorithm changes 
that's trouble. That's a, that's a big deal. And oh, uh, we don't have those kinds of problems as well because most of our traffic is repeat visitors. Uh, we only, like, less than, a, I think it's like a quarter of our traffic comes from search. Yeah, no, cool. I was just looking and it looks like dealnews.com has over 100 or 1 million unique visitors. So that's, it's, it's great. Yeah, I think uh, <laughs> our internal. I think our internal reporting is um, close to two million uh, this time yeah. of year. It depends yeah. on which service you use, and uh, Christmas time is five million. Uh, five million is a lot. Five million is a pretty good, uh, pretty good place to be at. Let's yeah. In the top five hundred or so, uh, some 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 kind of big number, but uh, it's still uh, you know we're still very uh, targeted, so we're able to do a lot because um, people you know one of the stats that we love to trumpet is that. Uh, the typical deal news visitor uh, buys something online every three days or less. 75% of people who come to our site buy something online every week. So wow. there's a lot of online shopping going on. That's huge. Yeah. Incredible. It says a lot about your business, yeah. too, and the retention and loyalty of customers and everything. So Congratulations on that. That's, yeah. That's huge. Well, I'd like to take the credit, but it's really um, just good people. We've <laughs> got about uh, 50 employees, and uh, they're just really smart people. They're really... Um, you know, the ones who, who make us look good. In terms of all these other deal sites that are out there, how do you differentiate with, um, you know, with them? There's like so many, like you were saying, there's Groupon, which are slightly different, but then in the same channel, there's like Slick Deals and Fat Wallet. What's your competitive difference with deal news? Sure, absolutely. Well, we're not user-driven, and uh, those things are. And uh -huh. there's a couple differences there for the users and then some differences on the business side as well. Um, you look at somebody like Groupon, Groupon is um, – uh, they're aggregating information about local stores. Groupon's somebody that we might want to do uh, a partnership with. You know, um, if Groupon uh, has these local deals, we can work with somebody like Groupon and all the other uh, local deal of the day sites. Um, as opposed to somebody like Sleep Dose Effect Wallet, people are more likely to want to um, visit them or us. Um, and maybe both. Actually, uh, a significant portion of our users will, will, will use more than one because it's really um, easy to, to move around, and a lot of their users uh, float back and forth between each other. Uh, yeah. The thing about uh, the difference between us is that we're editorially driven. We're kind of old school in that respect in that we, we choose what goes up on the site, and then uh, we do that in a way where our users um, are happy. And so we do a lot of data mining to see what deals are performing really well and then make sure that we list those kind of deals. And, th and that simple formula, focusing on that, focusing on high quality, we tend to uh, ban stores that are not reputable. Uh, we tend to uh, spend a lot of time researching every deal, making sure that the price is actually the best price on that product. Because if you could uh, uh, if you could just go to Amazon and buy it for less, there's no point in us listing it. So we do that kind of research beforehand. And that's a different um, you know, tack than a user-generated site. A user-generated site, has a lot of advantages. It doesn't have what we have, but it has different advantages. Like, uh, for example, the users will be more likely to tell you whether or not the product um, isn't very good. Uh, they'll be able to tell that right in right in the uh, the thread. So it's a different kind of information. Ours is, uh, uh, you know, ours is very user driven. You just don't see it from the site. If you look at the hotness ratings on our site, those are user driven, and they uh, are what drive what deals we list on our site. So I mean, given that and your user interaction, like I know you guys have. A Twitter and Facebook account. Do you really use that to kind of do also kind of user interactive marketing? Absolutely. Um, you know, Facebook is just a community for our fans. So it's it's not some place I think people go. I don't think Facebook yet is a place where people engage in commerce so much as uh, as people are just talking about things that uh, that 
the, the, the companies and the people that they that they love do. And for our fans on Facebook, we try to engage them by doing things like uh, tell us about what's going on, about deal use, tell us your opinions. We have surveys through there. And then, of course, we just do a lot of uh, normal kind of Facebook promotions, let, uh, give away free T-shirts. In fact, um, we had a... Um, a free T-shirt giveaway where uh, somebody uh, was coming up with taglines for the site uh, just to write on the wall to win something. And one of the taglines was, um, it's like internet porn for my wallet, was what they called deal news. Oh. <laughs> and we thought that was really funny, so we printed it up on T-shirts and gave them away on Facebook all over again. And so oh using Facebook uh, that way to have pe- – and the, the Facebook users thought it was – Freaking hilarious, right? And uh, so that that was this really, you know, one example of something that we've done with uh, Facebook. Twitter is very different, right? Twitter's is real time information. It's it's uh, and, and and a conversation. It's not the same kind of thing. And honestly, we're still working on 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 Twitter right now. We've only got um, I don't know, total maybe seven thousand followers to all of our Twitter things. Maybe ten thousand somewhere in the range. That's not very many. Uh, not in this day and age at least so uh, we're trying to figure out uh, more and more there and we actually have uh, some uh, some rollouts uh, some changes coming up in the next couple weeks very cool great so i guess we'll look forward to seeing some sweet deal news apps on the horizon um anything else in in the works for deal news uh, there's always stuff you know we're already um doing our black friday planning uh uh-huh, that's just the way it is fun. we have to uh uh, prepare for you know the thanks the day after Thanksgiving we start that prep uh, pretty much in January and uh, as we get closer we have more and more development uh, geared out we actually have a large development team on staff and a lot of the work they're going to be doing over the next four months is for Black Friday planning ahead yeah absolutely well I I can see why yeah absolutely so um, yeah, you got to. just What's, yeah, absolutely. So just to wrap it up, we're almost out of time, but one last question. What is the, like, the sweetest deal that you, at least in your opinion, you've seen on, on Deal News? Uh, you know, that's funny. It's, um, it actually is a really old deal, and it's not that we haven't seen great deals since then, but I'm talking about 10 years ago. And oh, yeah. things were different 10 years ago because, um, God, how do I say this nicely? VCs were stupid. That was the nicest way I could say it. Uh, VCs decided to give truckloads of money to online retailers to essentially give away to their to their potential users. They basically w- would cu- pay any price to do a uh, client acquisition. Uh, you've probably heard of WebMD. One of WebMD's promotions was they, was they gave away a pair of New Balance shoes that were worth 80 bucks. Just give them away. Go register at WebMD. Don't have to purchase anything. Don't have to look up an illness. You just got shoes worth 80 bucks. That was great. That's not the best one. There was this other oh. store they basically gave away, they sold, they were like a kind of a department store called Value America. And in essence, they gave away $300 for free. That's essentially what they oh did. So you asked me what the best deal I've ever gotten was. Uh, it was from um, a venture capitalist uh, through this company <laughs> called Value America. And I, uh, at the time, I bought, a, I bought a desktop PC and a compact, I remember. And it was like, eh, it's compact, but God, it's free, right? So, uh, so I basically paid nothing for it. And uh, got to get an entire PC for nothing. You don't buy those. <laughs> yeah, not so much anymore. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's awesome. great deals. There's there's amazing deals, but not not like that. So uh, I'm sad to say that that era is over, and people decided that they wanted to get sane. Oh well, well you're still coming up with quite a few, quite a few pretty sweet deals as it is. But um, Dan, we want to thank you so much for taking the time to be on our show, and it was great to have you. Absolutely, thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you so much. Real Time Digital will be back after this download from our sponsors. 
Staying ahead of the curve to deliver the best online marketing solutions you need. That's what the JAR Group is all about. The JAR Group offers a full-service suite of marketing and managing solutions custom-tailored for affiliate search and social media. The JAR Group uses their resources and research to help meet and exceed the revenue expectations of each and every client. Find out how the JAR Group can work for you at thejargroup.com. That's thejargroup.com. The JAR Group, online marketing with measurable results. FriendFinder. FriendFinder. The world's largest online dating network. Featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com. Represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With FriendFinder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. What is this? Why is my website not ranking higher? Sounds like you could use a link building report from SEOfox.com. What's that? You can't rank without good backlinks. And SEOfox.com's link building report lets you enter domains and compare their backlinks. It gives a detailed report that shows you why each domain ranks where it does, and it reduces the time it takes to find more links. With SEOfox.com's link building report, you can find more links, use their search marketing services to find more links, or better yet, they could even build your own backlinks. So you think you're pretty sly with that SEO Fox link building report. <laughs> sly like a fox. Get your link building report today at SEOfox.com. That's SEOfox.com. Ecom experts, Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to Real Time Digital, presented by TheJarGroup.com, online marketing with measurable results. Here are your digital divas, Emily and Lauren. Welcome back to Real Time Digital. I'm Lauren. And I'm Emily. And we're from The Jar Group. And we are now here with Steve Greenwood from Dropio. He is another Dumbo White. That's Dumbo, like we talked about on the last show. It's down under the Manhattan Brooklyn overpass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, down under the down under the Manhattan Bridge overpass. Oh, Manhattan Bridge overpass. It works out. It works out. Same thing. Um, but anyway, we're really excited to have Steve on the show. So welcome, Steve. Hi, thanks for having me. And I also always get that acronym wrong as well. So we're in the same <laughs> That's funny. Oops. Yep. Anyway, well, we're happy to be there and it's a cool space. So I guess if you just want to start out giving us a little quick introduction to Dropio, the background explanation of what it is and, and how it came to be. Sure, sure. Yeah, well, first... Uh, hello, everyone, and thanks so much for, for having us and finding Dropio interesting enough to share with your audience. I mean, basically, in short, uh, Dropio is based in Dumbo in, in New York City. We're a venture capital-backed company, and what we do is help make file sharing really easy. Um, we're, we were selected by Time as a top 50 website last year, and what we do is power content sharing for millions of users online today for thousands of different uses. And we can you know, get into that uh, in more detail as you, as you like. Uh, but in addition, we have also different product applications we've built on our own API. Plus, we allow third parties to also engage in our API. So we have this uh, 
very simple way people can engage with content sharing, and that's kind of what we do very well and make it easy for others to do. Awesome. So who then is your target audience and how have you been marketing to them? Yeah, so I think it, what's really interesting, and we, uh, when we look at how you, uh, you know, market and, and promote uh, different businesses and services, one of the things we thought very strongly about it, at Dropio is that we want to provide immediate utility and usefulness to users. And, and so our marketing is creating a drop for free. So you go to drop.io and there's no marketing message, there's no advertising on the site. You literally go to our homepage, there's an open field there where you can name your drop whatever you want and then click create drop. And then you now have this drop where you can add any content to it any sort of way and you know whether it's a video, it's a photo, it's audio, it's a document, we convert it into a web-friendly format and then you can share it any way you want. And what's so amazing, again, back to that marketing question, is we first provide the user immediate utility, and then what happens, right? They then share that drop with others, whether it's coworkers, it's clients, it's friends, it's family, and then they experience the drop, uh, drop you on how easy it is to use, and then they use it. Uh, and so at the end of the day, that's actually our primary source of marketing, which is just providing a really simple service that provides a lot of utility for people. That's awesome. So the product speaks to it for itself. That's <laughs> that's the best thing you could possibly have. Um, yeah, I mean, I think in a, in an interesting way, we're entering this age of authenticity, where it's um, you know you you are who you are, and the um, what's great about Dropio is we give you right away what the service does. You click a button, you now have a place to share content. Uh huh. That's awesome. Right. And I feel like. You got, Dropio hasn't gotten to where it is today without being totally ahead of the curve. Um, you've had some really interesting partnerships with other companies um, as, a, as a way to enrich your services. So tell us a little bit about how you, you know, had partnerships with other companies and applications to, to enrich Dropio and, and that service offering. Yeah, I mean, so I think one of the things, uh, one of the partnerships we're really proud of and happy to be working with is Yahoo. Uh, Yahoo uh, it has over 100 million email subscribers. I, I don't know the exact number, uh, but they are, I think, the largest email uh, service in the world today. Um, and it's a very simple thing. Email is great. Their email service is great. But what they were looking to do is provide additional value to their subscribers. And they saw that Dropio could be a great uh, application to add into their platform. And so that's what we did. We worked together to integrate the Dropio functionality into Yahoo. And so now every Yahoo Mail user, with a click of their button while they're logged into Yahoo Mail, can create a drop, really, uh, upload any photos or videos, and the thumbnails of those images will display in their email. So then when they send that email to someone else, they, the email comes in just like it normally would, but then below their, their, the text that they've written in the email on the body, will show a, a link to view the drop with the content, but then also those thumbnails. And I think that's a great application, uh, both in, you know, for us and continuing to be able to share the service more broadly. But then also for Yahoo and for, for their users as a way to provide them with additional utility. Right. That's great. That's really cool. And you guys have been ahead of a lot of the trends, especially when it comes to this type of digital integration with other platforms. Um, so that's really cool. 
Um, and I also saw that you were one of the first services to release a Facebook Connect in integration. Um, it was probably a few years ago by now, but um, you know, it allowed users to you know publish updates um, of any sort made to their jobs onto their Facebook feed. So you know that was probably really revolutionary when when you guys decided to to do that integration. So where where do you get these four sites, and you know what opportunities do you see for the near future? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think it's really cool. Like the uh, the I O in Dropio stands for input and output. Uh, yeah. and, 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 and so uh, you know what we try to do, and we have all sorts of fancy graphs we can we show people about it. But you know, basically, you have a drop, which you know we talk about as a point of exchange on the internet. And you know, there's ways you want to put content in, and there's ways you want to take content out. And ways of putting content in could be directly going to the drop and clicking the add button and uploading stuff. Each drop also has its own email address. And so you can email into the drop and any uh, attachments that are connected to that email will also be in there. Uh, each drop also has its own voicemail number. So you can call into a drop and reporters do this a lot. So they'll be record, uh, uh, record an interview with their phone by dialing their drop's voicemail number conducting the interview and then ending that phone call. And then that re recording will be converted to an MP3 file in their drop. And mm -hmm. so we have a whole bunch of ways people can input content. But then what you were just talking about with Facebook, there's a whole bunch of ways to output content, whether uh -huh. it's you know output via email notification, text notification, RSS, um, uh, Twitter, Facebook, et cetera, et cetera. And so literally what a drop is is a really simple way to share content, and again, the this the application while you're in it is really simple. We convert the files into a web-friendly format, so you don't have to be concerned about you know uh, what software people have on their computer, this or that. They just click a button and it plays, or you see it, or you interact with it. And then the same thing goes for how you put content in and you push content out. Very cool. Um, Dropio is a hundred percent cloud application at this point, right? That's right. So how do you rival other cloud applications like Google, for instance, and keep your offering with Dropio ahead of the game? Well, I mean, Google's an awesome company. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, they, they, you know uh, basically, you know, the way we, we focus on what we do is there's a lot of value uh, to our users and to us as a company in being very focused. And so, you know, as we, as we said in our probably when we hear back on this recording, we'll, we'll have said you know, many, many times that what we do is power content sharing. And, and so by having a very clean focus on that and just doing that one piece of functionality really well, it helps us uh, you know, really carve out and build uh, a service that does that one thing better than others. And so that's kind of what we focus on, that's what we do, and that's what the, our incredible development team spends their time working on. Um, what are some of the fun uses, or like, tell us a really funny story about like how you've heard Dropio being used, or just something that's just, you know, a funny and amusing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, it really ranges. You know, it's it's fun. So like, you know, you have like really good applications, like teachers <laughs> will use it to share homework, and you know, architects <laughs> will use it to share drawings. But like, we had uh, you know one of the really interesting ones. We had cattle ranchers. Uh, we had cattle ranchers using us to, uh, you know, collect bids for, uh, you know, selling their cattle, and they were using a Drop has a hidden upload feature, 
And so people were privately submitting their bids and then uh, they were able to, um, uh, you know, the, the cattle rancher was able to receive those. And then, um, you know, there's, uh, you know, I think the reporter ones are really fun. So, you know, a friend of mine was covering the, the presidential campaign and, you know, I was, I, I asked her, I was like, oh, you know, how, how do you guys deal with recordings and sharing files when you're on the road? And she hadn't connected the dots that, you know, uh, about Dropio. And she's like, oh, we use this really simple service, Dropio. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> and so, like, uh, it's, a, it's, it's pretty amazing, like, the, the different types of uses people have. Um, what was another really, like, film producers use this a lot, too. Uh, it's really interesting. Every day uh, on a production set, there's something that's developed called dailies, which has a collection of, you know, the different shots taken, and they want to share them both with people there, but then in a geographically dispersed team. And so what people use is, is Dropio to share those files day in, day out, to, you know, throw the file, the video up there, or photos, whatever, and then get the other people to in interact with it uh, real time. And then also we wanted to ask about Presslift. Um, this is a new product you've recently introduced into the mix. So if you want to just tell us a little bit about that and how it came about and how it stems off of Dropio. Yeah, so this is such a natural story. So, like, again, what we do is we power content sharing. And we grab this service, you know, Dropio, where people use it all these different ways. Well, one of the ways people were using us uh, were by communication professionals or PR pros who um, were taking their, their text press release and saying it wasn't enough and that they needed to share a video or a photo or an audio or something else. And so what they were doing is creating a drop, putting in the videos and photos, and then taking the URL of their drop and then sharing it along with their text press release. And that made a ton of sense. And you know, this is you know, kind of the world of communications is changing very rapidly. And you, know, you need to tell your whole story and bring it to life. And so we decided we would build a new application on our own API called Presslift. And it is the simplest way to create a press release today. And that you have you know, all your custom branding, you have unlimited multimedia, the really great search engine optimization, Twitter, Facebook integration, all that sort of great stuff. Uh, but fundamentally, it's just powered by Dropio, and it's powered by API, and, um, but it's geared for this one particular audience, which is the communications pro who's trying to create a press release that is social media enabled, um, and that they can then send to journalists and bloggers. And so the journalists and blogger will get not only the text as part of that that they always expect, but now they're getting everything else they need with one click to view any sort of video or photo, one click to download it, and one click to grab an embed code. So in this world of you know, making things social media enabled, uh, making them multimedia rich, and then also real-time trackable, that's what Presslift's really about. And so when you connect it to Dropio, where there's you know, millions of users, thousands of uses, Presslift is designed for just one use of the creating a press release. And you can imagine both uh, with us at Dropio and third-party developers who can build on our API all sorts of applications. Awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. That's really awesome to hear about that kind of evolution of the service and just like where it's going. Um, so just going off of that, what can we expect to see from Dropio in the future? Just more of this like, effortless 
evolution of, you know, what could be type of thing? Yeah, I mean, there there are, it's really exciting. I mean, there are hundreds of uh, different, you know, individual product applications that we have we have engaged with users on who are are interested to to build, and hopefully, what we'll see is third parties you know take advantage of our API and build applications they want, whether it's in the advertising space, whether it's in workflow management, whether it's with teachers, who knows what it is. But there's a lot of things we're looking at uh, in working with third parties, doing things internally, and then hopefully people will just surprise us and develop all sorts of great things we could never have thought of. Yeah, seriously. Well, I mean, we're definitely. Yeah, go ahead. No, it's okay. I was just going to say we're definitely going to be looking forward to that. Yeah, me too. I think what's really fun about this world we're in today is there's so much engagement with with within communities, and so we don't just build a product and then like go off somewhere. We're we're actively engaged, and like it's so exciting to see how people use Dropio, how people use the API, and um, you know, see all the things that are going to come to be. Awesome. Well, everything sounds fantastic, and I'm excited to see what comes next. But Steve, thanks so much for being on our show, taking the time to, to talk with us about Dropio and Press Lift. Uh, is there anything you want to tell our listeners before, before we part ways? Yeah. Well, first, thanks again for, for having me, and uh, hopefully this is interesting. And if you're interested to learn more, please check out our website at drop.io, D-R-O-P.io. And feel free to email me at steve at dropio.com or on my Twitter, Twitter handle, S Greenwood. Uh, and thanks very much. All right. Thanks so much, Steve. We really appreciated having you as a guest on our show, and we hope to be talking to you more soon. Great. Thanks very much. Thanks, thanks Steve. And for everyone else, make sure to tune in next week for Real Time Digital, yep. hosted by the Jar Group. Bye.